may not have a film fixation, but we're here for a noir education. Beebidi-boo, doot-doodle-doo, pow Welcome to A Real Education Noir. I am Melissa, and I am joined here by... Tanya! Allie! <laughs> and... Pat! <laughs> Special guest starring Pat! Yes, Pat has returned once again to join us for this week's movie, which will be... Johnny Guitar. Yes! This is a movie I've been waiting eagerly to show to people because um, for the longest time it was unavailable. It's like they didn't even release it on DVD here. And uh, earlier this year, they there was a very nice release of this movie. And uh, I picked it up and I'm very happy with it. So, uh, dear ladies, what do we know about this film? Let's start with Tanya. Joe Crawford! Yeah! I don't care whatever else is in it. It's got Joe Crawford. I'm good. Okay, cool. Allie? Uh, Joan Crawford, but also I believe Johnny Guitar sounds like the name of a supervillain that you would see in one of the Batman Arkham games. Like, I feel like that should be, he's probably an Arkham Knight. I don't know. That's what I feel like. That That is in my head canon now. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Pat? I'm... 90 some percent sure that I've seen this on television so edited down with like commercials of Sprite and underoos between it <laughs> but I'm pretty sure because if this is the one I think it is she owns uh, a uh, a bar mm-hmm. uh, in a town in an old western thing and she is accused of murder and the townspeople are out to get the killer and they think it's her and I'm pretty sure that's this movie See, Cat right. Blue. <laughs> That's the other thing I forgot to mention. That every time I hear Melissa talk about this, because it's she does, I think of Cat Blue for some reason, which is a very I don't even know why. <laughs> and now I've got Cat Blue evil through and through <laughs> into my head. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. You it's have okay. chocolate. I do. I have chocolate. I have cheap chocolate, but it doesn't matter. It is still chocolate. It's delicious chocolate. It is delicious chocolate. (laughs) This is important, listeners, all right? It's very important. So we are going to go watch this movie, and then we will be back to discuss it. And we hope you also watch this movie, too, because it is awesome, okay? So, yeah. Let's go watch a movie. Yay! Play it again, my Johnny. Maybe you're cold, but you're so warm inside. Yes. 
Wow. Dear listeners, it was a very impassioned viewing. <laughs> oh my good lord. I swore a lot. Yes, there was a lot of swearing. I had a lot of fucking Scotch guard. <laughs> yes. But only only, only for Joan, Joan Crawford. Crawford. Only Joan Crawford got the Scotch guard. <laughs> Yeah, it was really impressive. God, Joan Crawford's wardrobe. There's so much that can be said there. Oh, where do we start, Technicolor? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I I like costuming. But th- this is... That, okay, okay. that was costuming. <laughs> there was some, wow, capital C going on for you, Joan. There were choices. There were choices that Joan. were made. Okay, dear listeners, um, <laughs> we should do very brief recap of what this film was in case you couldn't track down the movie. But oh my uh-huh, God, you, mess. Wow. you really need to see this. It's amazing. You it's- just, oh, just... <laughs> It, oh, oh. Okay, so <clears throat> Joe Crawford oh. <laughs> is, in a, is outside of a western oh. town. She has built a saloon. She is owner of this saloon. And in the town, there is a cattle baroness who played by Mercedes McCrainbridge, who, uh, who owns half the town. And uh, they do not like each other. Like, a lot. And so... <laughs> that is an understatement. <laughs> yeah. And so Mercedes McCambridge's uh, brother winds up dead because of stagecoach thing that happened. That we never that find we, out who? That we never find out quite what happened there. But she blames Joan Crawford. And drop, Joan Crawford goes, what? And uh, Sterling Hayden walks in with a guitar. And he really doesn't have anything to do except, uh, you know... Romance kind of, Joan. Except Romance Joan. And he's very insecure about it. He's like, tell me you love me. <laughs> tell I me you've you. waited five years for me. I've waited five years for you. <laughs> this is literally seen in the Oh book. my God. And her and face as she's saying that is hilarious. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Just like, bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joan Crawford goes to town to get her money out of the bank because she's like, well, Emma hates me. I'm not doing business with her anymore. And while she's there bank gets robbed and of course joan crawford gets uh blamed blamed for it and you know uh mercedes mccambridge is like tromping around the town you know making her posse you know so she's being followed around by these cats and men going uh i don't know what she's doing but she has a plan (laughs) and you know they go and you know burn down joan crawford's business and try to hang her and you know all this fun stuff so it's Wow. Yeah. There there there's so much going on there. I like the murdering. Yeah. Yes. There, there was a, a huge scene Just... with inexplicable explosions. How did they get those charges set up so quickly? Hence the murder. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense. Like, did they put dynamite in a cannon and then fired the cannon? You Which think it would not work rip, that way, but would just rip the it cannon would. Apart. It would, but like maybe they had like a casing for it. That 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 you know tore away in like you mean a mortar. Yes, but they don't have a thing to fire them. Or they had cannons. Okay, I'm just saying. Not that you saw one. Not that we saw one. I'm just saying for the time, the time, the period had cannons Be- because there were no other anachronisms. <laughs> no, none at all. Not a ever. single one. Well, the just, first but the, explosions. In that in the escape scene where they're like, oh, they're blowing up so they can't get out to the pass. I'm like, okay, I'm not sure how they got the pass ahead of the bank robbers, but whatever. <laughs> Fine, that first part. And then 
Dynamite's just exploding everywhere! <laughs> All over the mountain, ten feet away from the bad guy! <laughs> and I'm just like, why is there so much dynamiting going on there? In the part that is Nowhere not near. the work site? Did you just, like, leave a bunch of fucking dynamite sitting around? Like, with, like, a domino string of fuses, you know? And just light it and let's see what happens! <laughs> Somebody's got a really diabolical uh, uh, Rube Goldberg machine gun. Yes. <laughs> so but may, with dynamite. I may have a partial answer to this. Okay. It's because this was originally filmed in 3D. <gasps> Are you oh, shitting me? I'm not kidding. Jesus this was God. In 3D. You know, I was... That uh, makes so much more sense now. And, and that makes and the, the color costuming. Choices. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. The yellow shirt. Yeah. All the oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that makes a lot of sense because once you put that lipstick, 3D on, it eats yep. everything and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so this yeah her her, her lipstick her colors. lipstick alone oh yes. my goodness oh that was and jumping then, out on a 2D screen no and then she's wearing a, a, a mauvey pink thing with a red bandana against a McDonald's yellow shirt. Yes. Oh, that's not fair to McDonald's. That was way more yellow. <laughs> that was way but, more yellow. It was. It, it's like some. To be fair, she had that lipstick on before she put the yellow shirt on. That's true. true. But still, Joan said she would do that yes. in a movie. <laughs> hmm. I, that did kind of make me angry in, in like the yeah. depths of my my makeup loving heart was yeah, like yeah cause just no why would you not, do that no please she just... only had the one color lipstick on the entire movie no she yeah, had she... two oh, she, she had a red one, one in the beginning <laughs> there was the second she had one like one. a red orange one to start yeah. the movie and then it was like that fuchsia thing once she got into that that fucking weird ass nightgown with the cape <laughs> oh yeah, what the maroon like? Yeah. Like I'm just going to go and like I'm just the gonna, yeah. chandelier in, and see oh, if my, my boyfriend's drinking my whiskey and mm. and oh by the way he's my boyfriend not just some dude I heard plays a guitar good. <laughs> okay, the one thing about that is I mean he must be so good he named himself Johnny Guitar. <laughs> She was really surprised, though. She, she sent for Johnny Logan, and yes. he shows up with a guitar, and he's like, I'm Johnny Guitar. No, no, like, she wasn't entirely surprised, though, because he played that song she knew, and when he's like, oh, my name's Johnny Guitar, she looks down at the guitar and hands it over her back. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, oh, for God's sake. She's like, yep, there you go. But when You do your guitar When shit. you see her first come out... And look down, she's got this what the fuck is going on look on her face. Mm-hmm. True, because I suppose she was expecting him to come in all quote unquote gun crazy. Yes. And the fact that he had no gun, just the guitar. That was oddly in tune after that. <laughs> yeah, really. Yes, we'll drive by some dynamite and see how in, gitu- in tune your guitar is. <laughs> in a dust storm. Yes. In a desert. Yes. <laughs> God, I look at my guitar funny and it goes out of tune like this. <laughs> With no case. Yeah. Yeah. On and his back. I, on his back. Bouncing, bouncing on his <laughs> horse. That, ding, 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 that ding, made ding. me like really angry. I'm like, why do you not have that thing in a case? What the fuck is wrong with you? You know what? <laughs> the entire movie is can be explained because he took off his magic guitar. If he had just left the fucker on, <laughs> it would have protected the entire town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because... 
because whenever did. he wore that guitar, nothing bad happened. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny and his magic guitar. <laughs> Is that like David and his little Bowie? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh, what I call that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, hmm. Safer Labyrinth. I don't know. <laughs> We have a lot to say about this movie. Oh my god! (laughs) Wow, there's a lot. There's a lot here to unpack. All right. Um. No. I. Okay. So some context. This is a cheap ass movie that came out of Republic. Yeah. Um. It was Joan Crawford's idea. Basically, she was banging the director at the time. (laughs) Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Nicholas Ray is the director. He's the guy who directed In a Lonely Place and several Mm -hmm. other film noir stuff before progressing into the 50s and making this western. Choices. And so um, let's, he and Joan were going to make something else and that script fell through. So Joan Crawford bought the rights to the book that this was based on and then they made this. And the woman who was uh, supposed to play Emma... Uh, there were a few other actresses that Joan actually wanted to work with. And you mean like Nick- Betty Davis? I think Betty Davis was one of them. Because <laughs> I was going to say, they would just go at it. And then- oh, oh, Jesus. That would have been awesome. Wow. But, but instead, uh, Nicholas Ray brought in Mercedes McCambridge and... Mercedes and Joan hated each other. Oh yeah. So like, that in wasn't real just on screen. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so um Mercedes. That makes the crazy eyes even more disconcerting. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. So, well, but they both had the crazy eyes going on. You had to. It's Joan. No, no, no. Just in general, the crazy oh, yeah, eyes yeah, yeah. in okay, that okay. film got Everyone, a lot more disconcerting with yeah, that information. That is true. With I guess I already Joan, knew that, though. I figure if, even if she was accidentally given a real gun, she wouldn't have used it. Mercedes, I'm oh, she totally would have. Accidentally, I'm like, Joan, you might as well like back yeah. up. Because mm-hmm. if she's a good shot, you're just in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Mercedes McCambridge. Um, oh, the she, she hair. was she was much younger, <laughs> and Joan was very envious of her because I think like Nicholas Ray liked the acting that Mercedes McCambridge was doing, and therefore Joan was jealous. And I also read on Wikipedia, citation needed, um, that Joan Crawford once dated Mercedes McCambridge's husband. So this movie and was just basically the Joan, real life, yeah, like <laughs> wow. Joan Crawford. And so, like there, there are stories of Joan Crawford like storming into Mercedes's costume room and slashing all of her clothes and then throwing them onto the highway, like crazy <laughs> pants shit. stuff. Yeah. Which of course irritates the costumer more than anyone else. Well, it was also her street clothes. <laughs> oh, her her clothes, her clothes not the costume. Well, she used a wire hanger. What was Joan going to do? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Maybe they were dirty. Maybe she was, you know, it's like... She's just like, no. No dirty clothes ever. And oh, out wow. they went. Calgon, take them away. <laughs> <laughs> there is no scotch guard on these. <laughs> However, jeez. Oh, the level of... Feminism for when this was done. The fact that she is a business owner who treats Mm -hmm. her people fairly. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, there's some weird, I never thought I'd like, I'd have a a woman for a boss and like it, but I do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was a little, uh, but then it's like, he really means like, 
no, really, I didn't ever think this would happen. And it's pretty great. So it's changed Mm -hmm. my mind. And it also tells the audience, no, really, just get over yourselves. This is a point that we all agree on. So just go forward. Yes. Yeah. Because it almost, it almost had to convince me that Joan was not like... Secretly, like super bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, well, because Joan Crawford. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, she just that she just has that presence. We all know this. <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, what, so what is she? What has she done? <laughs> yeah. What did she do to deserve this? Like, show me on the doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's well, like, hmm. She must have really actually done something to somebody to earn this much animosity from the entire town. And no, actually, no, she didn't. It's just. That one lady is really crazy. Well, well, I mean, like, I guess... Well, I mean, okay, she opened a business and the town is against the idea of the railroad. I get that. But she really personally didn't do anything to anybody. Except for the fact that she had a hookup with Emma's wannabe boyfriend. And and as far as I could read the subtext, she pretty much slept with anybody who was going to bring her the railroad. Yeah. Like yeah. the dude upstairs Every plank in, her in this place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, not, I don't want to slut shame her or anything because that's right. no, no, no. She did, did that damn she, good job of it. She yeah. knew what she wanted. She had a plan. She knew how to get it, and she did it. Mm-hmm. And she's not going to give that up. That's and true. That's maybe, awesome. maybe she slept with like every husband in town. I don't, who knows? And, and probably not because, well, for one thing, there was only two women in this whole town. Yeah. I saw I saw one in the background with some kids. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh. Just as I was thinking, there I did are see literally kids, no women in this town. I thought they were like the, the no. There was there was a couple of kids running in the background of, as uh-huh. the posse was gathering and, and getting their guns. Uh-huh. There were two kids running and there was a woman with them. Oh. So I saw at least one more woman in the town, but okay. I was really getting concerned about the <laughs> ratio of men well, in this town. The, the other thing I noticed is this is the railroad going like across, you know, the West and there were all white people, mm. which, yeah, not. Well, exactly. we you never really saw any of the railroad workers. Yes, you did. There was the, they were running through the pass and then like. That one like three second scene at the very, very beginning. No, 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 no. And this was in the, the middle. When, with when all they're the like chasing each other. Yeah. There's dudes with pickaxes and they're all oh. sitting there and they're pickaxing. Those are supposed to be the railroad workers. Oh, they were. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I was too busy trying to figure out where the mortars <laughs> were coming from. <laughs> Gosh, darn it. <laughs> So not not exactly the most historical movie. No. <laughs> and by a long shot. Oh uh, Jesus. She was in the desert and in a pristine white dress. Always. Always, always pristine. Always. Even when it was lit on fire. Yes. yes. Well, as soon fair, as it was it was not pristine anymore, she was out of that. Thing. Out of that thing. She was like, oh, you know, I was gonna try to make it in this thing, but fuck that. <laughs> it's got scorch marks on it now. It is dead to I, me. I did like <laughs> <laughs> I I did like the rhinestones on the bodice of her underclothing. Yeah, yeah. I w- I thought maybe at first that it was eyelets for like oh, putting yeah. lace through, but no, but no, they were rhinestones. Yeah, they like were because it went all the way around. She was totally this, hoping yeah. to get busy. Let's oh, be honest. Well, yeah, well, she was like, what? she probably has worn that to get busy. Oh, I'm sure. I bet it's very effective. Yes, <laughs> it's like Pikachu using thunderbolts. <laughs> two unmarried women, right? And one of them 
kind of crazy. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I mean, Michelle Bachman crazy eyes going oh on. Oh my there. god, yes. Yeah. <sighs> and it's like, will nobody do this? I'll give you a hundred dollars to kill her. Yeah. Oh my god. I'll give you a hundred dollars. Like dollars. Whoa. Dollars. Yes. <laughs> and nobody else is going. Uh, maybe we should put her on a horse. <laughs> Not hang her. Just put her on a horse. And Get her out of here. She said. You all heard that they said yes, right? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And none of them are like, dude, we should do something. And for a town that's as, as clearly sexist as they are, they <laughs> to one five foot three woman, an awful fucking lot. I mean, I get that she owns the bank, but I feel like that many men would be, not that I ever advocate this, but you know, that many men could be, would be able to silence one woman. <laughs> Yeah. She, if they put, if well, they decided they were going to shut her out, well, what wait, was she going to do? Well, if she, got, if she, she had the power of Satan hair. She, well, she had the power of Satan, period. <laughs> because this is Mercedes McCambridge. Mercedes McCambridge was the voice of Satan in The Exorcist. Oh my god! Yes! Oh when, shit! When I say she was Satan, <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding! I thought they knew. Because <laughs> you're like the voice of Satan. I'm like, well, yes. Well, yeah, voice of Satan. No, I Why do you think it's like Mercedes McCambridge? And they're like, oh, she's evil. I forgot. <laughs> Your mother's in here with us, Karis. <laughs> I wish my face could be seen in this moment because I know it's hilarious. Because my mind has just been blown. <laughs> I saw the bits scatter from Ellie's skull. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was glitter. It was beautiful. <laughs> glitter and confetti. I will never get this glitter out of my couch. <laughs> I'm not going to say you're... It's an improvement? <laughs> I... Glitter improves everything. Glitter no, does improve everything. No. Not main stage. No, it does not improve everything. <laughs> There's a lot of things it doesn't improve. Breakfast cereal. Breakfast cereal. Oh, shit. <laughs> my bathroom floor. There is no cure for glitter. No. <laughs> it's glurbies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, what else? Wow. Oh, 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 I, oh, Ernest oh. Borgnine's in this. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <It's so laughs> I am so angry at Ernest Borgnine in this film. He had so many opportunities to shoot Mercedes McCain. Oh, my God. He had so many opportunities to do maybe not the right thing, but the halfway decent thing. <laughs> and he chose every. He chose wrong yeah. every single yep. time. Yep. He's like, oh. Intentionally, not with good intentions. Could, could this hurt somebody else? Let me do that. Yeah. I could do this thing that would help somebody. Or I can do this thing that will, like, fuck over everybody that I've ever known. I'm going to do that one. <laughs> Dude. All because he couldn't knock out a guy. Yeah. 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 That's holding a grudge. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not just because he couldn't knock out a guy. It's because he got the comical music after that. <laughs> <laughs> the incidental yeah, music but, was literally... But the, but, there are so many... He didn't get attacked by the incidental music like the... Like the... <laughs> Fred? The, Fred? Like a Fred? Wasn't the guy's name Fred? Yeah. That, that uh, got attacked by... Yeah. No, Tom. No, Tom, Tom was Tom. 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 Tom yeah, was John Carradine. By. John Carradine was swooped in upon by the, by by the incidental music. Yes. He's like, what? He's like, what? <laughs> what? Oh my god. Like, nothing happened to him. And he... And, and, wait. 
And he he didn't even get to live. I was going to say no, the incidental no, music. No, Because no. he was aware he got to live. But nope, he no. didn't even get to live. Oh, and, and his death made me so I sad. Know. It punched me in the feelings so hard because... <laughs> Because I'm like, okay, well, Hayes Code, he hasn't done anything wrong. He can live. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> well, he had to he die. Shot, so he, he shot the marshal. Uh, only because. No. He well, did, but because he'd been shot, he his gun went off. Yes. Yeah. He didn't actually shoot the marshal. It's the, he was shot involuntary reflex. Yes. Right. No, no, I know. But he, he had was to die. going to shoot the marshal. He had to die He's so right. that Emma Smalls could have done a bad thing and thus could fulfill Hayes Code and be murdered. Ugh. Um. She did a lot of other things. She did other things, but she we tried, had to have her do the thing on camera. She hit the horse. Yes. <laughs> yes. But she had to do the thing on camera in a very deliberate fashion in yeah. order to get what was coming to her. Even though we people. knew all the other things that she did were worthy of shooting, getting what was actually, coming to her. Even without that, you still have the very end where she is shooting and it's... She would have still been okay for that. Especially after, I don't know, the gloriously, you will tell everybody this happened, yes? Okay. <laughs> the poor dude at the bank. Uh, how, many, how many times has she gone into him like, interest rates are what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Miss Satan. <laughs> I'm going to now burn down this whole building because I can. <laughs> yeah, and nobody thought that was fucked oh, up. But she did not know how to handle that gun either. No, how did she, she couldn't hit Joan Crawford standing X feet away from her, but she can hit a little chandelier rope hook thing with a yeah. double barrel shotgun? Ball shit. <laughs> she, <laughs> she used her, uh, she used her, uh, uh, um, Oh God! Not natural twenty, but she she oh, she took she, ten. She took for 10. that. <laughs> no, she had to take twenty for that. She, okay, shit. she took. T- she was uninterrupted. That's true. She, she That's was true. in a moment of rest. She could take her twenty okay. and, and get that trick shot. Okay, for the cool Actually, points. As considering it's a shotgun, it's super easy. It's shot. It scatters. Yeah, but if it was a rifle. No, I, have I have tried to shoot a shotgun when I was a Boy Scout. I tried to shoot a shotgun. There was a. What? No, I'm sorry. When I just, was I, 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 no, there was <laughs> there things I didn't expect to hear. That's all. There was a there was there was a uh, textbook hung up by a rope on on a at the Boy Scout camp shooting range where I worked, and with a shotgun we all tried to hit the damn thing, and we couldn't. As many just because it scatters doesn't mean you actually get worse. Like to yeah. hit the thing, so it yeah yes, but that's bad movie plot. Well, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying, like... I'm saying it takes no skill if it manages to hit with the scatter. Oh, I see. I thought you were saying (coughs) the the type of gun made it easier for her to make the shot. For the movie, otherwise it's like, blam, blam, blam. Eventually it would have gone Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Actually, I would have paid good money to see her walk into the place, take one match and, like, light it off her teeth and just throw it onto the waxed floor. Yes! Poof. Yes! <laughs> I, I was it. amazed the thing didn't go up in flames when, when uh, Joan Crawford oh, when threw the lantern. Yeah. yeah, I was like, nothing? Really? See, nothing? I, nothing? Not? No, because it was <clears> waiting. <throat> Maybe that's how the oil got all over the floor so that it lit as the chandelier uh, hit the ground. Uh, 
Did anybody else want, want Tom Turkey's body to be in the piano while she was playing? Oh my god. <laughs> I, thought he was under, I thought they had hidden under her behind the skirts. Oh, oh that would have been good. When she was oh, yeah, because under, she had the white dress, which is big. With yep. a ginormous, almost scarlet hair type skirt yep. going on. Yep. I thought she was under there. Quick, under my skirt. Oh. Oh. Yeah, this is like the nutcracker. <laughs> I'm not kidding, because, you know, okay, so when you see the ballet, the Nutcracker, you know, somebody comes out in a giant skirt, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. half the cast hides under the skirt and yep. erupts out, yep. which is really bizarre to watch when you're a child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now that you mention it. So I was expecting, because she's sitting on the bench, and that yeah. skirt is completely covering the bench. I figured he was underneath the bench. Yeah. See, and I was like, I was like waiting for her to not play a high note or something. Cause like, you know how the hammers have to hit the string of the piano and like, there's a body in there. Like <clears> she <throat> wouldn't have been able to hit any of those well, notes if there was well, a body in there. Well, you just watched Howzu. I was just waiting for the piano to <laughs> for the eat, piano Joe, to eat Crawford. Joe Crawford. No, <laughs> Joe Crawford would have eat the house through piano. That's probably true. She would have eat that. She chews so much scenery. Oh the God, she been does. Next. It was, <laughs> I loved <laughs> The di- who wrote this? Who wrote this? Because the dialogue was really snappy, and I loved well, yeah. the back and forth. Mm. I mean, as much as I, as we picked at it about yes. various things, like it oh, did yeah. have some really, really good dialogue. Well, it, it, and it is a lot snappy. of the rea- Sorry, and the reaction shots also. Yes, yes. I think yeah. the like when she's trying to play to see what's going on between um, the kid, yes. the dancing kid, and Johnny guitar. Yeah, she's like, "All right, here's your guitar. All right, let's let's see what's gonna go down." Yep. It's like, I know who you are. You know who you are. This guy thinks he's messing with a guitar player who doesn't know how to shoot a gun. Yep. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, written by Philip Jordan, who uh, wrote El Cid. Yeah. You know, the one with Charlton Heston and Sophia Loren. Mm-hmm. Uh, Battle of the Bulge, Fall of the Roman Empire. You so know. some decent stuff. Yeah. I've seen yeah. quite a few of those. Yeah, he's got about 70 credits to his name on IMDb. Um, he did uh, The Naked Jungle. Um, okay. Let's see, some of the other... Oh, No Way Out. He was uh, uncredited on that one. Uh, yeah, some fun stuff in there. No Way Out is in, like, the 1989? Oh, no, 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 no. It was uh, the 1940s one. Okay, the... I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk about my conspiracy theory. Okay. Ooh. Okay, so we never find out really who robbed the stagecoach. Oh, right, right. It's very much implied... Well, it's it's told because the gang is like, we have no idea who the hell did it, but we're going to get in trouble for it. So... My my conspiracy theory is that Emma plotted the whole damn thing because her and her brother owned the bank. And so she got him out of the way by staging this, the robbery of the stagecoach so she could get her brother out of the way. She could get the dancing kids gang blamed and she can also get Vienna in on it and, and then hang them all and have everything out of her way. And then she would own like three quarters of the town. Instead of just half of it. Well, Shooter owned almost all the town because the guy who was in charge of with all the... The MacGyver guy? The MacGyver guy, yeah. (laughs) He was one of the big ranchers and most of those were his men. So she owned the town. Yeah. He owned the ranch where all the cows worked. Yeah. Yeah, he had the cattle. She had the town. Yes. Yeah. She'd have had everything. And she never watched Oklahoma either. No. 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 But she clearly owned him too. <laughs> like. Oh, the MacGyver oh, guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. She yeah. snapped and he was like, what? 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I should I should talk a little bit about him. Um, the MacGyver guy is Ward Bond. Yes. Who has been in a bazillion things. He has hundreds oh, and yes. hundreds mm-hmm. of Absolutely. credits. Mostly in westerns. He was besties with John Wayne. Like, literally, he was best man for John Wayne. Really? John Wayne wow. Cool. He got hit by a car on the <gasps> way to the wedding and oh my was gosh. best man on crutches at John Wayne's wedding. He was accidentally shot by John Wayne once on a hunting trip. <laughs> when he passed away, John Wayne gave his eulogy. That... That is how close he was with John Wayne. Wow. Which means he was in just about every Western ever. And uh, so it, it, you see a lot of stock Western guys in this yes. movie. You know, mm-hmm. Ernest, Ernest Borgnine, of course, uh, John Carradine. Royal Dano uh, plays Corey, uh, also has like 200 Westerns to yeah. his name. Uh, he he was also the voice of Abraham Lincoln in the Hall of Presidents at Disney. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so some of the fun... Character actors. Of the oh, time. and the and the young kid, too. Ben Cooper. Was, ben yeah. Cooper. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, fun he's to look at. Turkey. Turkey. Well, I think Turkey. because his name was Tom too, but because no, Tom it, was the cook, oh, like I think Tom. they called him young Turkey. Tom. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Like Tom Turkey. I I, 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 I can see that. Oh. <laughs> it's the thinking thing again <laughs> <laughs> that I was attempting to do. Uh yeah, he was in oh Gunfight at Comanche Creek. Yeah, a bunch of other. He did some Laramie. Stuff. Yeah, I've been watching a ton of Laramie lately. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Lots of, it's lots on of when I get home from work. <laughs> a bunch of them had credits in like Manic and Gunsmoke yeah, and yeah. TV yeah. Western. Well, who too. didn't? Anybody well, who did yeah. a Western did Gunsmoke, did Gunsmoke at some yeah. point. Yeah, and he, Bonanza. And yeah, Bonanza. Yep, he's got a Bonanza credit too. I'm sure he does. Yeah. He he's played about eighteen characters on Perry Mason. <laughs> <laughs> Did I probably, he always do it? I probably saw one of those recently too. I've been yeah. watching a whole lot of Perry Mason. Oh, he was on the Fall Guy. <laughs> or no, he, he was, was in Who's the Boss? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Delightful. Oh, fun. Yeah, tons tons of TV for Ben. Cooper. Very prolific career for him. Yeah, and of course Sterling Hayden. Yes, <laughs> I love Sterling Hayden. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, Sterling Hayden, of course, uh, if you've seen Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, he was the Mr. Crazy, you know, the guy who has the lovely speech about fluoride. And and, and all the moisture. And uh, I looked him up on IMDb today and I noticed something on his profile. Because, you know, they have a little section about nicknames. And one of his nicknames is the beautiful blonde Viking god. Okay. <laughs> which sounds like something, which sounds like a nickname you would choose for yourself, but nobody else would call it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> or you'd name your character. Or, yeah. or, or like maybe there's that small gaggle of girls that's like, oh God, I can't think of his, the beautiful blonde Viking god. Come on. Oh, <laughs> oh damn, I know who you're talking Yeah, about. exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know, but when I look at Sterling Hayden, I do not think I don't beautiful think blonde that. Viking no, god. No. I think of, of you know, Thor. But, <laughs> but yeah, I do love seeing Sterling Hayden in movies and uh, he's always fun to watch. Uh, did you know he was almost in Jaws? Really? He was going to be he was going to be cast as Quint. But he didn't get he didn't do the part because uh he was in Europe evading tax. Wow. <laughs> that that puts a wrench in things. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm sorry he wouldn't be Quint. 
Yeah, I know. No. I know. I agree with you. I agree with you. But <laughs> no. Could you imagine? No, Sterling I can't. Hayden's being Quint. Wow. Uh, oh, Allie discovered something. No, I, I just didn't. I hadn't realized that he was in uh, Prince Valiant. Mm-hmm. It's been a very long time since I've seen Prince Valiant, so just I'm looking through his filmography to see if there's other stuff that I've seen. There's there's a ton of stuff. He's oh yeah, the place. Uh, he was also in The Killing, uh, which is one of uh, Stanley Kubrick's first mm-hmm. early movies, and uh, The Asphalt Jungle, which we'll undoubtedly watch here Yay! at some point. Uh, yes, yes. Um, also, another fun piece of trivia I found going back to Nicholas Ray, the director. He used to be an architect. Really? He used, he used to work under Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh. He was a Wisconsinite huh. and worked in Frank Lloyd Wright's Oh, in Spring shop. Green? Mm-hmm. And wow. And then, um, then became a film director. Interesting. Which is interesting. When you know that, you watch his movies and go, oh, he does shoot that building rather lovingly. Well, <laughs> yeah. I was noticing all the angles for that, the hideaway. Yeah. I must say, if you're in a yes, you're in kind of a secret canyon, but you then have this gigantic per- house perched on a rock, on a rock yep. with overhangs and beautiful eaves. Well, even and- even Vienna's house, like the oh yeah, the, there was that like it was built wall? into the wall. Yes. Yeah, and the natural rock for the piano. Oh um, yeah, uh, to raise up the piano. Yeah, yeah, and the the balcony above. Yeah, and yeah. Really cool. It, he was influenced by Frank I can talk. <laughs> yes. By the Frank dude. Frank Lloyd Wright. <laughs> there you go. And I haven't even been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a rarity for this podcast, dear listeners. Ah, yes. <laughs> usually, usually we all hit the usually bottle pretty hard for this point. some whiskey or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it sounds like we're kind of winding down. Do we have any final thoughts on, um, on Johnny Guitar? I'm glad they didn't hurt the horses. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I, I do like the Lassie horse. Oh, yeah. Lassie, the Lassie that, horse. That's how, they, that's, how they, that's how they found where I, the, everybody yeah, went. I wish somebody would have done that as a, hey, we know they're close by. Let's let the horse see, go to see what happens, as opposed to letting the horse just kind of freak out enough till it finally gets out. Like, but but and there were two horses too, because like one gets out and then they let it go, and then it looked like a second horse. No, no, no. The other horse was the guy's horse who was sleeping under the tree. Oh, see, I thought they were like two of the. I I there no, were, no, yeah, uh, it was just the yeah. one. <clears throat> okay. But there horses were, do that when they get close. To home, yeah, no, and they're, they're like, I want to be there. Get me out of here. That's I'm my tired food, of this. and yeah. like, yeah, in my food, and I want to get this damn bit out of right. my mouth. Please let me go, because he's been in that saddle for twenty four hours. Yeah, he did at least. that whole night. Yes. Mm-hmm. He and had great... to go by a fire and had to stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the horse just standing there, bored to tears. The guy, not a great lookout. No. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> Dear artist Borgnine, fuck you for not telling them that she bitch was coming. <laughs> I mean, he did. He did. Like, he's like, yeah, you come on up. And then he goes back up and he doesn't tell. And then he tells tells poor Corey. Who he, who he then. And it literally backstabs. Literally. Like, literally. out of the belt, Chekhov's like, knife. Just, 
Hit him in the head, you dickbag. Come yeah, on. do something. I liked Corey. He already has tuberculosis. He's gonna go Doc Hollywood, or Doc Holiday soon. Yeah. Doc Hollywood, <laughs> that'd be interesting. That would be an, yeah, very different movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just felt so bad. Like, sure, they robbed a bank, but you don't hang for that. Come on, guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, okay. in that time, yes. I suppose that's true. But they didn't kill anybody in the process of it. Doesn't matter. I suppose. You well, steal a you... horse, you get killed. True. True. <sighs> Different perspective. Yeah, yeah. They knew if they got caught, they're like, they, we, this is true. Like they were saying, you know, who did it? How the heck would we know who actually did it? Yeah, there's so let's do something people. worth getting hanged for. Yeah, there's, you know, hundreds of bank gangs in this mountains. We'll never find out who it is. They're probably in Mexico by now. So if we're going to get in trouble, let's actually do something to get in trouble. Let's rob the bank and get out of town. And then, of course, they don't have a good exit plan. You'd think they'd have the one thing important done, which is a blippin' exit plan. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they're like, okay, we're going to rob the bank. They figure it out. They get there. They and then get orders. In. They take all the stuff. <laughs> they go out to their horses. They switch onto the horses. And then they have the, now what are we going to do? I think we should go this way. No, I think we should go that way. Um, Shouldn't this have already been decided? Yeah. Well, you can tell, like, Sterling Hayden, if, he had a, if he'd had a smoke, he would have just been... <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> right? <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> you guys, it is. He was like, <laughs> I, I love how just absolutely nonplussed he is at the whole thing. He's just mm. standing there. Just, mm. I don't think she turned off the stove. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying there's another conflagration in the sequel? <laughs> Saying the, their little hideout place should have been on fire when Satan bitch got up there and starts shooting. Mm. No, because it's the wrought iron stove and all. Mm. There's that. The one thing we were coming to get the end of how it just kind of stops, which, yes, Westerns often stop. Yes. But we actually don't know what the plan is. Are they going to ride off together in the sunset? Or now that the devil she bitch is gone... Are they going to go back and is she going to try to rebuild? Well, we don't actually know. Freddie and Jason always have to come back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd, I'd pay good money to see that sequel. <laughs> oh my God. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's see, we don't actually know. Are they just going to ride off into the sunset and go back to well, They don't have any or... horses. You know, I don't think that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to stop them now? Oh, yeah, um, we realized you didn't actually do anything wrong, and we tried to kill you, and we burned your hotel down, and yeah, you can have a horse. <laughs> you know what? She bitch is not using this horse anymore. <laughs> Our bad. We're sorry. There are three horses from the gang here that are not going anywhere, so let's just take these horses. I don't know if I'd want to stick around in that town. Did Kit Dancing Kid have a metal forehead to attract her bullet? Like, oh wow, well, yeah. Because yeah. suddenly she, she, she could crack shot shot that. <laughs> she crack shot that, but could not hate Joan Crawford. Yeah, I maybe it was her Scotch guard like reflected. That's the bullet. right. She reflected the no, bullets. I have a better one. Okay, that shirt was the brightest yellow <laughs> in a full sunny day. Just she couldn't see. She was blinded. blinded. She was yeah. totally fucking blind. I could see I've that. I've never seen a yellower shirt than that. Oh, I know that was. Cool. And she winged her. Yeah, and she winged her, but it was for like thirty feet. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably not that bad of a miss. 
But I feel like dude was further away than that. Ah, but she had righteous indignation that he burned her. (laughs) Yeah, something. (laughs) She... She took a 20 for that one, too. <laughs> but she didn't have one for Joan. Well, no, she no, already she used because, them. Well, no, because the all the posse were behind her. They were distracting her. Uh, she she failed her concentration check. I, I, I'll believe that. <laughs> I must kill you. <laughs> Although maybe she was just as shocked as anybody else. She's like, <laughs> I'm saving shit. her his fucking leg. <laughs> Shit. I wanted him to live. I wanted to bang him after this. Not bang him now. All I can think of is that scene in Pulp Fiction. Now Marvin, (laughs) So I'm thinking... The town finally finds out who Johnny Guitar really is. Yeah. They realize that Joan Crawford is going to stay. They let them rebuild. They give some of the money from the bank. They just like, please let us be. Because let's face it, it was the most least posse-like posse oh. we've ever seen. Mm. They're like, they're going at it. They've got all the guys. They're stringing somebody up. And they're like, I'm kind of losing interest here. I don't really. <laughs> Boy, I no. guess. I'm done. Maybe. I really, I don't know. God, what. I thought this whole posse thing was going to be a lot more exciting. What do you mean we're not getting paid for this? <laughs> I think bored now. Want to do something? I don't know. Yeah. Netflix and chill? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody even brought popcorn. What the hell? So the least like posse I've ever seen in any movie yeah. ever. Where yeah. they're like, uh. So they were more like, um. Do you remember the gentleman from um from Buffy? Oh my god, those fucking creepy ass things. Yeah, well they were they were all in the suits and the Yeah. But less creepy smiles and, and well, tearing no, out oh, of people's No, I'm not thinking of the gentleman. I'm thinking of the weird gypsy guy. That's Mary Callender, that, that's Miss Callender's, oh, like, relative oh. guy, and he comes and he's sitting in the chair and he's got the little black suit on. Oh, yeah. They were more like him. Yeah. Mm. But even so, they're like... But they, because yeah, they didn't do anything. No, they didn't. I, well, going back to the feminism thing that you yeah. had brought up earlier, Pad, you know, I, I love that the, the two driving forces of this film are Mercedes McCambridge and, and Joan Crawford, and all the men behind them are like, ah. I would even give it to Mercedes <laughs> over Joan, because as soon as Johnny Guitar shows up, Joan, like, it, she she suddenly she becomes un, unable to do anything. Yeah, true. Only she softens so much. The crap starts hitting the fan. Mm-hmm. Because at the beginning, she's helping the, her two right, suitors play off each other, and she's just fine. That's because she hasn't kissed Johnny Guitar yet. Like oh, she hasn't. He's kissed her and stole her power. Yep. Damn what? those lips, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but as soon as the bank robbery happens, mm-hmm. she's nowhere near as sharp yeah. if he's around. If he's not around, right, because she's, she's got it. kissed. Yeah, oh, crap. Maybe so that's a Viking god power. <laughs> but no, no, it wasn't It wasn't Johnny who kissed her. Oh, that oh, guy! Yeah. She was kissed, oh, right. therefore she, she the can no longer yes. have any more power. I see what you're getting after, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. She was doing just fine until... Until she got kissed. Yes. Oh, that's geez. some shit. I know. So that's a lesson in feminism for you. 
<laughs> no fucking Boy, kissing. Don't kiss boys. They'll take your power. <laughs> she bitch needed some kissing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh. She wouldn't have been able to control everybody. <laughs> None of this would have happened if she just would have kissed the dancing No kid. shit. Well, yeah, but the problem is he had already hooked up with Joan Crawford's character. Yes. And that was the problem. Yeah. Yeah. That he was this beautiful man with all these lovely fancy skills and evidently he's a good he could dance dancer, I don't or something think. oh my I god wonder if that's about... a euphemism for something oh. Oh, oh speaking of euphemisms <laughs> the <laughs> belt cinching oh, oh my yeah. and nobody he just kind of okay, like hey. and, the, and and the whole oh now I'm having trouble with my belt and then he just like reached and like no, she wasn't he, actually having trouble with the belt. And he did it so slow. Yes. I'm like, yeah. that's Hayes clothes for you making out with her in front of the dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait. He's, his reaction isn't about the, wait a minute, you're playing with her belt and she's okay with it. It's the, wait a minute, you're who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a lot of last comments. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I, I said uh, there was going to be a lot to unpack. <laughs> there's so much unpacking. Oh, my gosh. And there's probably more that we're going to be done and we're like, wait, turn the microphone back on. Because what about? We still haven't really totally unpacked the crazy eyes of crazy eyes. And the hair. The hair. There was a lot of hair. Oh, my and God. And it trembled. <laughs> it did. It was... Even when she went through the waterfall? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. The rest of her was pretty much the so wet big. hair tremble. It did. Even the fake braid that they had plastered <laughs> over her head <laughs> to make it look like she didn't have short hair. Really short hair. Really, really short hair. Not bad short hair, but no. still, obviously, short hair. Short hair and then a braid kind of yeah. over the top. Yeah. <laughs> Even the braid trembled. She, she had a, a braid yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm here to kind of stick it out all the way around it. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Yeah. Wow. I'm going to burn this place down. Ooh, I'm going to kill this person. Only I want somebody else to do it because that's not feminine enough for me. Uh, I, I don't be... want to get my hands dirty. I'll pay somebody $100. I will literally pay you to murder a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it in front of God and everybody. It has echoed through this canyon. People in the past have heard me. <laughs> so who wants a hundred fucking dollars? And nobody did. Nobody wanted that money that bad. Nope. Nope. She's just a little nuts. Mm, yes. Because you know if they took it, she probably would keep asking. Yeah. <laughs> then you owe money. You, you owe the devil at that point. Yeah. 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 You took money from the devil. You are never clean again. <laughs> I think they all knew that on some level. Yes. Wait, wait. So is Joan never dirty because Scotchgard? Well, <laughs> I love that we're back with this. <laughs> oh, I must say, having the sister or the, you know, the, the, what is her name? The Mercedes character. Emma. 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 Having Emma just come back from her brother's funeral. Yes. Totally in the black everything. Yes. Takes on a big gun belt. Yes, she's wearing the gun belt over her dress. Over her blacks. Yeah. And then gets on her horse and takes off to try to get... And her mourning veil falls falls into the dust. (laughs) And she's covered in mud. Yeah. But she still has... Through this entire time, 
the morning dress. Yep. With the gun belt over it. And Joe mm-hmm. Crawford does about four costume changes. In that same time. All of which are immaculate. Yes. And very tacticolor. Yes. Yes. I, except for the bright white one. Yes. It's still but, but it's, still, it's It's like a lantern. And then, and then she literally gets lit up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was just too perfect. It made me think of The Princess Bride, actually. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I remember seeing this movie for the first time and seeing the that opening scene with Joan Crawford coming down with the like the, the pants and the oh, gun yeah. belts. Like, what the fuck am I watching? This is amazing. <laughs> yes. I wanted her to dress like that for the rest of the film. Yes. Instead, it was like... Oh, my boyfriend's here, and we now kind of know that he's my boyfriend. So I'm gonna start wearing dresses. I'm like, oh, the bank with a dress on. Yeah, oh, the whole it. town knows. The whole town knows that's what you wear. Just, just wear it that way. <laughs> wear pants. You know, she actually looked kind of dirty in her first scene with the gun belt. Yeah, but then everything after that. Like, cause she kind then of she was got like super and fe- feminine, yeah. and then she got feminine, and the more feminine, feminine she got. The more bright her clothing got, the yeah. more like, yeah, yeah, mm. interesting. I mean, even when she's in pants, she's not not feminine. No, she, but you know, yeah, more stereotypically, yeah, yeah. Although the yellow shirt from the Beyond at the end, you did see <laughs> Turkey in earlier. Yes, that's yes. true. With the whole, we're we're just working in the silver mine, just coming over. Like, really, you worked in the silver mine and you still are looking like that. All of you? Scotchgard. <laughs> Scotchgard is amazing. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Scotchgard. <laughs> Please send us Scotchgard. I can get some use out of that. <laughs> yeah, if that's how well it works. Oh, damn. Yes. I don't think sell it anymore. Well, mm. that's sad. Aww. Yeah. The whole destroying the environment thing. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, never mind. Forget it. I don't want Scotchgard now. <laughs> Oxyclean? Oxyclean! Oxyclean! Wait, Oxyclean! Wait. I don't want to die in a plane. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Too soon? Too soon. <laughs> it broke Allie! <laughs> Lots of people have taken turns tonight squeaking. <laughs> So I don't think that's what she means. <laughs> Melissa's gonna have to cut so much shit out. <laughs> or I could just go, well, de- dear listeners, you can join us next time. <laughs> when after presumably Ellie has recovered. <laughs> and next time we will be watching The Big Heat. <gasps> oh that fixer. <laughs> Alright, so I have been <laughs> Melissa and this has been Tanya and Allie. Allie and special guest Pat. Yay! Thank you once again, Pat. Yay! Yay! And uh yeah, we're gonna watch Fritz Lang's Big Heat. I'm very excited about this. Mm-hmm. Alright, see you later. Bye. Bye everybody, bye. We hope you enjoy our film fixation. We'll see you next time on a noir education. Ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-
Thank you for joining us for A Real Education Noir. New episodes arrive on the 7th and 21st of every month. You can find our podcasts and social media feeds on our website at realedunoir.com. Special thanks to Tim Wick, Jeffrey Brown, and Chad Dutton for our theme music. If you like our show, you might also like our parent podcast, A Real Education, which discusses all genres of film. You can find it on the web at realedu.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time. When you boil it all down, what does a man really need? Just a smoke and a cup of coffee.